Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money. We like that. All in one place for totally free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your cellular telephone or your computer, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else, those other places that podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify, and when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions, and best of all it's totally free zero catch we've been using it ever since we started how long gone and ever since i discovered spotify for podcasters i feel like having the option of turning off the q a's and the polls on the user dashboard (laughs) has really helped uh boost my creativity and take it to another level i highly recommend giving it a try download the spotify for podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started It's okay, dumbass. Um, bro, it's fucking, it's fucking snowing, bro. <laughs> um, it's snowing in Mont- Montreal. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not going to stick, but it's still, you know, disheartening to say the least. It sounds like you caught a case. <laughs> Bitch, this is, I just feel like I caught a case. <laughs> it ain't, it ain't going to stick. It ain't gonna stick. You know, I got the best lawyers. You already know what the deal is. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. It's, it's. We've been getting some great sunshine over here, bro. I know. I know. It's so good that you're posting selfies with a kettlebell. That's how good the weather is. <laughs> I had to let it fly. I'm feeling myself. You know. I, I understand. You. We got you gassed up in the group chat after that photo yesterday. You and your little, your little bum bag. My boom bag. Boom bag. But I don't. Um, I don't wear the bum bag crossbody. I just wear it around the neck. It's, it's your version of a chain. <laughs> yeah, Some, it's the Patagonia Rockefeller chain. Sometimes my fitness shorts don't have the right pockets to carry all of my things when I'm out on the streets. So, bum bag around the I, neck. Look, I get it, bro. I totally understand. I, you know, I buy workout shorts and pants specifically based on pocket count. Because yeah, I'm not going to wear an Apple Watch like you, so I got to bring my phone. <laughs> um yeah sometimes sometimes i will get some shorts for free and sometimes those are or lacking pockets and you just but they're still really comfortable and they're really light and i don't want to let them go are you firing shots at a pair of really expensive shorts i gave you for free no 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 no. those shorts (laughs) those shorts are too good to wear for fitness those are those Stunting are, only. Yeah, those are those are going out shorts. <laughs> so those are your dress shorts. <laughs> I mean, your they're shirt, fucking four hundred dollars shorts. shorts. I'm <laughs> not gonna wear shorts. them. I'm not gonna like do squats in the mud wearing four hundred dollar Arcteryx shorts. That's fair. I appreciate the respect you put on our name. Um, you know, we got to do a little housekeeping here before we call our guests. Okay. Uh, so. Tomorrow we will be uh, releasing a a T-shirt that you're all hungry for to commemorate <laughs> um, how long gone struggle with the New York Times Corporation. <laughs> um, it will be it'll be for sale tomorrow tomorrow morning. Um, it'll ship around May first. Um, luckily, my screen printer in Atlanta uh, 
was was able to do this, and I'm happy to give some money to a small business. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and speaking of small, <laughs> speaking of small businesses, that's what how long gone is. And I know you motherfuckers want to stunt and line our pockets at the same damn time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, go since, ahead and we're, since we're not digital panhandlers, we we like to offer a tangible <laughs> yeah. good for your yes, support yes. dollars. A classic trade of money for goods. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's, it's it's what this country's built on, TJ. Yeah, some podcasts will be like, if you give us ten dollars a month, we'll we'll let you watch the freaking video of us talking that you already listened to a month ago. Now you know nobody gives a shit about that. Or your favorite your favorite bi coastal elite podcast would never ask for that. And also the I I kind of like. I, it, it will be also very convenient for the New York Times to hit us with an actual cease and desist because we already have um, they already have our email addresses and we've been chatting with them already. So, so Deborah will be able to just just reply in the thread already and be like, "Hey guys, um, you also can't do this," and um, I'm looking forward to to that if it does happen. Um, I'm looking forward to that too, and we'll have to light all the stock on fire in, a, in both in a, per, in a performative protest, um, mm-hmm. and not not to, because it wasn't selling, just no, you know, of course not, not like no, Burberry no, no. or something. No, 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 we're not we're not big fashion. We're not we haven't been acquired by LVMH just yet. Um, <laughs> there are talks though. There are talks, of course. There are talks. I don't want to I don't want to spread rumors, but um, <laughs> t- today I'm very excited. We're, we're going to have our first guest from across the pond, bruv. Um, mm-hmm. Very curious to author, see how the connection is. I am too. But best-selling author as of this week, uh, Raven Smith, um, also a, a columnist, uh, former Vogue columnist. Uh, now he does it uh, for the newspaper. I can't remember which one. Um, a British but one. Raven, yeah, British newspaper. Raven is is extremely funny. Um, one of my favorite people to see when I'm visiting London. If that ever happens again, I can't wait to have <laughs> to have a little pudding with my mate. You know what I mean. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but Raven does love a lunch dessert. I've had lunch with him many times, and he always orders dessert. Um, a cheeky lunch dessert, I'm assuming. A, a, a cheeky lunch dessert, yeah. Uh, so let me uh, bang his plus four four line. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> talk to you shortly. Ring his mobile, and we'll connect. I hit the mobile. All right, bye. How long gone is brought to you by our dear friends at BetterHelp, Jason. BetterHelp. You know, the summer travel season is coming up. Luckily, my BetterHelp therapist also fancies themselves a bit of a travel agent. So for maybe the first half of our sweet sessions, we were spent off, obviously off clock going through, you know, hotels, ferries, car rentals, restaurant recommendations. It's as if I have two wives. I have two wives inside of me, and uh, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, so uh, it, it is a fun way to find and connect different therapists. You get one that you really like. You guys are gossiping. You guys are chit chatting. You guys are talking about your personal interests. Next thing you know, it's time to actually do the work. So it feels good building those uh, mental health relationships with people you actually like. And on BetterHelp, there are. So many different therapists to choose from. I don't like anyone. If you're thinking of starting <laughs> therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash long. Nice. 
How Long Gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. As you know, you know, hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health. Uh-oh. And internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead, give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with considerably less shedding. Thank God. Take the first step <laughs> to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code how long? All one word. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. I got Raf on the nut. <laughs> Dot com promo code how long. That's Nutrafol.com promo code how long. Hey there, overwhelmed foodies. Are you drowning in a sea of meal kit options, feeling like you're in a bad dating game where every contestant looks the same? Fear not, because amidst the chaos, there's one shining star worth your culinary affection. Home Chef is not just another fish in the meal kit sea. They're the gourmet catch that you've been dreaming of. Say goodbye to swiping left on lackluster meals and swipe right for the one brand that will make your taste buds swoon. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef design recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, I like to chop myself, or quick microwave meals that are assembled in minutes, Home Chef has you and your entire family covered for delicious meals, witty options per week, and serves a variety of dietary needs, so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. I'm keto now. Not only is it convenient, but it is also economical. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. Mamma mia. For a limited time, Home Chef is offering my listeners... Our listeners, 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert faux life at homechef.com slash how long. That's homechef.com slash how long for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash how long must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Hello. <laughs> Why? Why did your voice go up? I don't understand that. Uh, let's see. I, I feel like also because of this time difference. There he is. Because of this time difference, I'm on time. I feel like you might be a little twisted. Is what I'm saying. Are you under the influence? No. You can turn your camera off too, King. I'm easy. I had to just go out and clap for the NHS. Mm, <laughs> I love. I love. I lo- <laughs> <laughs> what a real laugh. Uh, yeah. weren't you just weren't you just do, doing a, a GQ promotional event with my favorite singer James Bay I was on a GQ promotional event with my favorite singer James Bay um, it, yes I was I just went and chatted about my book as bloody per which is what I'm doing then a quick clap for the for the heroes and then here I am <laughs> uh, if you want to clap for heroes then you should be clapping for us King because that's okay that <laughs> Um, I don't know how to turn the camera off. Can you see me? Yeah. Okay, I'll just flip it. I love your loud shirt. 
Um, Thank you. So, so you're Raven, doing you, a bit of a hey. digital press tour right now. One, you're lined up one after another. Um, yes, it's been a like dominoes falling of just chatting to people. It's been quite nice though. I mean, I've never launched a book before, so it's not. Um, it's not like I've got an experience to relate it to. You'll get used to, to it, sweetie. You'll get used to it. Yeah, as, yeah. A, as a published author. Well, actually, Jason's the only person on this podcast right now who's not a published author. So I feel a little bad for him. <sighs> we we can form a like calming circle for you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, well, I did notice though, and, and I don't want to you know um, gas you up too much, but yeah. I, it, it is a bestseller, correct? It is officially a bestseller in Britain. Yeah, that's it's amazing. Cra- it feels very surreal, um, especially since I don't go out. So I'm not, it's not like I'm getting recognized more on the street. I'm just still <laughs> – before and after we got the news that it had done well, I just sat in my house looking – I feel like most best-selling authors don't really get noticed on the street too much anyway. I, I don't know. I feel like – I don't know. I would like to – I hope that if I saw Donna Tartt in the street, I would like – it would be a thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that it would be exciting for both of you because, you know, she probably doesn't get recognized that much so that you could approach, you know, and have a little chat. Yeah, I don't know what I would say to her. I've always had this dream that I would have such a, like, profound effect on her that she would rewrite the secret history with me in <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> that's, that's, how I feel. that's how I hope I affect every person I've ever encountered. So <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know if that... Chris has that to... same feeling about a lot of models from the 2000s. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yes. I have that feeling. If about I just a lot meet of... her, she'll get it and then it will be happily ever after. Yeah. We'll change I mean, the course of history. Exactly. I will have impacted their history. Well, have you found the have you found the uh digital but I mean I guess this digital thing worked. I feel like for you, a lot of your readers are very logged on. So it might have worked in your favor in some ways. I seem to have found myself with a brand that is me sitting in my house chatting into my phone. So, yeah, nothing has really changed in terms of, like, <laughs> me. <laughs> getting, like this experience hasn't changed that particular part of it. I think I, I spend loads of time on my own, which I love. But there's also a lot of, like, going to the cinema on my own, walking, walking outside on my own. Mm. There's lots of things that I'm, I'm like, I'm very happy on, on my Todd. But there's a lot of like, there's no, it's just literally I'm go out once a day. Now, uh, can I ask, uh, Jason and I obviously are both avid followers of your, both of your social media accounts, but I'm sure the listeners are too, but you've been chronicling a long, long home renovation. Um, oh my God. And I just wanted to check (laughs) in on that since being displaced during this crisis seems difficult. We are just entering month eight of me not sleeping in my house. This is, I mean, it just, it's so, um, I feel like I'm at sea, but there's something about, you know, I don't really know where my anchor is, but there's something refreshing about that too. Um, we, uh, uh, we basically have a lot of like the back, there's a big cavity in the back of our house with no back doors. And they're just like sitting in a factory somewhere waiting to get shipped. They're just, we just, we just have to wait until things start moving again. Is that the final piece or one of the final pieces? It's, it's, I was like, there's like six dominoes and that, that was the first one that didn't fall. And then now it's just, we wait. Are you because in the you house? Can't, no, because it's, okay, got okay. No, it's literally got a hole at the back. It's yeah. so unsafe. <laughs> yeah, but just plug the hole. You know what I mean. So they, they send, they send, the, yeah, I know. They send the back door. Yeah, but they send the back doors and then you can, t- and then, and they all, they're also sending a window for the, this is really 
stupid. They're also sending a window for the back for the for the bathroom, which means we can't grout, which means you can't shower, which mm. means that only water is coming from the bath. So it's all of, it's 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 we're staying at my friend's house, and basically it's never a priority. It, it never makes sense to go back and not sleep in my friend's house at the moment. Yeah. yeah. Well, is the friend warm. is the friend there? No, he's got a place. He just converted a post office in the countryside, so he lives oh. there. Yeah. What a dream. Yeah. I, you know, why do I, why do I fantasize about the British countryside so much? It's, it's Enid Blyton. It's like, you know, people write about it. It's Heathcliff and Kathy. But it seems boring, it's romantic. to be honest. No, that's, that's like the desert. That's the good thing about it. But that's probably quite why, you know, there's a lot of kind of like gouty, boozy English people in the Are countryside. <laughs> there's not I mean, much to do. You like play a game of billiards and drink heavily. Are there are there pools? Like do people have pools on their estates? Yeah, most people do. I, I, I you know, I would say that like in those like private country estates, it's a lot of like 12, 13-year-old boys who are driving Land Rovers but don't have licenses, like learning to drive across the land. I'm quite into that. I feel wow. like it's quite like a good vibe. Yeah. Yeah, they me just have too. Their, I think English eccentrics, that's where they that's where they tend to kind of huddle. I think that that is – I've found my calling now. Thank you for that information. Yeah, you just – everyone wants a country pad. Like, it would be lovely. Um, but you need one that's like two hours from London. And basically all of those places are chock-a-block. Because mm, mm. you don't want to travel for like 10 hours. No, no, that's too much. How? So we should get a scene report on London during Corona since you're our first international guest. I know Jason's okay. got a lot, of, quite, a lot of questions about the mask. Yeah, has it, hit the, has it hit Europe yet? Because it's bad over here. Um, we have it in Europe. Uh, yeah. oh, oh, TJ, God. killing me. That is too much. Uh, London's kind of like, it's bad, but it's, I think it peaked last, last weekend. So it won't peak again until we all start going back out. But we locked down a bit late, so that didn't... There was a lot of talk about herd immunity, which I think meant that we weren't locked in soon enough. Mm-hmm. My understanding is that Boris doesn't want to tell people to stay in. He wants to advise them to. He doesn't believe in like this nanny state, which is part of the reason that the rules feel a little bit flexible. There's a lot of people sitting in the park at the moment. Well, what did did you guys think Boris was going to fucking kick the bucket? No, but it's. I think if you don't have an experience of knowing anyone with corona, apart from myself, because I think that I had it, but like a lot of people, I think that I had it and I have no way of knowing. Well, as, think, a tr- as a trendsetter, I would expect nothing less. Yes. Those three <laughs> days of fever just chalk, just put me at the top of the report. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I think just Boris getting it, it just suddenly, it did feel very, very serious. It wasn't like ambient of obviously people are sick. It was like our prime minister's in intensive care. That that's not that's not a small thing at all. Do you Who's think that? I I have yeah. heard some people say he faked it for the sympathy? Do you think that's possible? I just don't think anyone's that callous. I hope not. I hope not either. But do you know what we're in we're in like a, a prime time of, of like Twitter and I actually would say WhatsApp rumors are so rife. So it's like of course there's going to be a suggestion that, that he, we're not being told the full story. Yeah. 
Mm. I feel slighted by your by your prime minister, but I I have no I have no skin in the game on this. Honestly, if, he went on that first night when we all went out to clap for the NHS. He looked like absolute shit. He was definitely <laughs> ill. <laughs> I was like, he should not be at the. You know when it like he looked delirious. He looked exhausted. He I was like because he's normally he looking be pretty door. good. Yeah, exactly. Normally well, he kind he's... of he wound in the kind of haystack hairstyle mm-hmm. when he became prime minister, and he just looked—he just looked like he had his pajamas on under his suit at that point. Like he <laughs> he wanted to go home. That's like TJ going to a formal event. Actually, it's very no, similar. No, 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 no. <laughs> I love a jammy on the streets. <laughs> well, that's what everybody. That's what everybody's doing now. Is that like Have a? You... Is that like a cookie over there? No, okay. like pajama, <laughs> jammy, pajamas. Pajamas, I mean, I pajamas. Them yeah, pajamas. Okay. Pajamas. What is the, uh, have you seen Friends or are you really obeying these rules and only locked down with your hubby? I'm totally locked down with my husband. Um, we There's some weird parking permit issues. So he goes for a drive every, between 10 and 12 each day. So that then I have my alone time. But yeah, it's just the two of us literally just talking or like talking or not talking so, so we are talking cool. we're not talking at the moment you said every um, every day he goes for a two-hour drive he has to move the car so he goes and sits in the car somewhere else <laughs> is this, is this because is, we does he do this warden for three weeks but we're still really worried about getting a ticket so, so the poor guy is sitting in his car somewhere, but he's he's loving it because does he love the alone time as much as you do, or is I this just as a gift to you because he knows how much you need it? We both of us work a lot, but I'm a, I'm a home a lot. But we've like all of those things that we were doing when we were first going out, like cooking every night, mm-hmm. chatting to <laughs> talking out loud to each other. Those things have come back. Like um, it's, the 19, it's the 1950s yeah. again. Yeah, we're just we're hanging. We're spending a lot of time together, and I think, in the same way that families are and other people are, I think even though there are new frustrations within that new dynamic, we'll probably miss it once we go back to like dashing yes. about. <laughs> Speak for yourself, sweetie. <laughs> yeah, no, it's difficult, though, isn't it? Because like my the temperature can get so so high, and there's nowhere to go. So it's sort of like we're better at resolving stuff as well. But he's still working too, right? Like, so he, you, you both have your tasks. He's working, but he's always worked in an office. So it, it's, he's working. Well, we're sharing space. I'm used to being like, just doing whatever I want all the time. Same. We're, we're very similar. We're very <laughs> similar went, in that way, King. The second my husband finishes work is when he's like back in my life. So I'm used to like whole days of just managing my own time and not having to communicate anything apart from when I'm writing. Mm. Well, how, how is your productivity? It's okay. Um, yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? Because I'm so I long for distractions, and then once I've got something to work on, I'm still distracted from it. I I, I would say I'm I'm still writing really well, but the, there's less commissions. Um, there's a, there's something quite ambient about launching a book. The amount of kind of chat and work and kind of just keeping the the wheels greased which isn't really quantifiable. So you're always doing something, but you're, but when I get commissioned to write a piece, I know when it's finished. Yeah, no, I understand that. I mean, mm. I feel, I felt pretty busy, honestly. I mean, the, the days go by fast. We've said that on this podcast a few times, but the days go by faster than I thought they would. 
Yeah, I think it's I think it's it's a marathon, isn't it? It's not a sprint. So I think you're it's I'm I'm always expecting the day to be taking it easy and then suddenly it's lunchtime, suddenly it's bedtime. How how's your cooking? My cooking's good. And I, I like I like I love cooking. It's definitely like a meditation for me. I find like it's the only time in my day normally when everything else like my head is only filled with like sauteing onions and and cooking so i find it really therapeutic same yeah you guys i'm I'm jealous of you guys you little chefs well i think it's important to use your brain for a good portion of your day and then also to use your body use your hands and and you know, make Damn. things. Yeah, chill, your hands. bro. Chill, chill, chill. It's not that kind of podcast. <laughs> it is. It is. I uh, love it though. You know, we don't. We are, and like stocking the freezer up, like batch cooking, all that stuff. I, I find it very like. I like having to think about it and manage it. Do you have a, Do you have a garden that you can tend to? No, we've just we're, we're at our friend's flat, so we have two tiny balconies. Um, mm. So we're basically just nip out there ever so often but no, no, not we're not growing anything at the moment no fields of rocket i've never been a, i've never been green fingered i've never been <laughs> you and me both sister are you have been that interested in our, in our house there's like loads of potatoes growing in the flower bed and we don't know why and they just grow and die and regrow the next year we have like garden is love we're, we're, we've been moving walls and knocking chimneys down, so garden is like quite so potatoes quite far down are just like weeds over there. Yeah, well, in our garden, they yeah. cost money over here. Yeah, we have to pay for our potatoes. We pay for. <laughs> I would not eat those potatoes. I've seen the cats. We know you get your. We get you get your potatoes. In there. You get your potatoes from Tesco. We know, but I mean. <laughs> We get them from more like I've been getting veg boxes, which is quite good because then you. The thing is with the veg boxes, you have to cook stuff you wouldn't normally just buy. So I quite yeah, like the challenge forces. of like, oh, I'm going to eat turnip tonight. I guess <laughs> you know what I mean. It, it feels wrong buy, throwing yeah. it away. You you kind of so have it gives to me a more varied diet. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you remember why you don't eat turnips. I will sometimes prioritize the order in which things are going off over the flavor of a meal. So I will feel content eating something by, and saving it from any kind of bin, regardless of flavor. I feel vindicated in that. That's good. I think that is. I think a lot of people are doing that. I mean, I think conservation is key in this difficult time. We don't know where our next meal is going to come from. <laughs> no, well, <laughs> the, shops o- the shops are open. I mean, there's loads of food in the shop near me. Loads. What's the vibe at the shop? Is this a low rent area? Are we talking it's, up market? What are we talking? It's like a corner shop, like a bodega, I guess. Mm-hmm. But Go, I feel like my, my culture, bodegas, my culture, my culture is not your costume, Raven. It's no, I know. <laughs> I also feel like you always have a deli counter in the bodega that does like that wild boar ham subways and shit. We don't have that. <laughs> We don't have that. You're talking uh, about boars. When head. I lived in New York, I like lived off boars head. I lived right by the factory. <laughs> Stupid. What? Long time ago. What is the British version of boars head? Nothing. I mean, ham here is like not. It's not great. There's a lot that like Jamie Oliver. Well, we've got Italy nearby, so you can get some from Italy. But Jamie Oliver did like this whole thing of like because they do this, they spray it off the bones and then make it back into a ham shape. So it's not. It's oh, not right. don't watch Jamie Oliver. He'll make you Jamie lose Oliver. your appetite. 
Yeah, he basically did this whole thing about turkey twizzlers. I don't know if you know about it, but, but everyone was just eating. In schools, they were just feeding kids like offal, but re, but made to look not like normal turkey food. twizzler. <laughs> yeah, what's turkey, a turkey twizzlers? Turkey that sounds like one of my one it of my kettlebell like moves. Yeah, it looks like a it looks like a little girl's ringlet, but it's big, <laughs> oh. and it's made of turkey, and it's covered in bread, which looks what fine, the- but. The turkey is like, it's like the most processed thing you can eat. That sounds, and they were feeding children this in your public schools? There's a lot of confusion about what, what they have to give children one veg, vegetable option in their yeah. meals. And they were counting pizza as one of those. <laughs> Me too. So there was, there was, he was trying to sort of change that perception. So is this kind it of like a, for a month or two. Is this like a clangor? I don't know what a clangor is. It's it's like a it's like a I learned it on the oh, British Bake Off. It's like oh, a, like a bang, bang, bang. yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's one of those. <laughs> okay. Don't eat turkey twizzlers when you come here. Because when I went to when I was in the states, someone gave me a corn dog. It's and I was like, oh, this, <laughs> this shouldn't be. Le- this isn't what pe- people shouldn't eat. This, but it tasted like heaven. That's a turkey. Corn twizzler. dog is good. Guys. It is good, but you know that a corn dog is not like. The highest yeah. quality. So you you have to get sustenance. a sustainably sourced dog that you you, know, you batter and dip yourself, which no we one ever cat, does. We had this cat sitter who came in because we were going away, and he and I was feeding my cat this like quite popular brand of cat food, and he said <laughs> it's like McDonald's for cats. Like you can be very, you can like you're basically tweaking all the time on mcdonald's and but you and you can live on them but just not for as long as you would maybe want to <laughs> yeah that's, that's how, yeah it's like it's fine you can like, live you, like that you, you just, could pour not for, very, not, I, for not, I, not into old 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 age i could pour hairspray in my petrol tank and it'll drive for a while but yeah it, it won't it's, it won't be a good like, idea it, it's like the cheap fly-by-night sustenance which people can so do. you got you cat have, food you, shamed well, no, I basically, we went away for Christmas and I was like, wean him off it. And we came back and now, now he's on like some good biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> I just, <laughs> thank God. So now he's fine. Yeah. What are you, what's your alcohol intake? I know you like a little nip here I and do there. love a nip. Um, <laughs> I try not to drink before seven. It's really boring. I like drinking in the day sucks actually mm. I, there's something there's i really want the change of tempo that a, a glass of wine brings but it's very i'm not like i'm not on one at all i, th- I think like all things the, the 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 slowing tempo is that much better when it's when it's prolonged versus happening all the time i, I i'm trying to just be like I, I basically when i feel like tipsy i'm like oh now i can go to bed and then i go to bed like there's no like staying up chatting it's not it's not a, a party vibe it's very it's quite it's a, you're using it as a medical sedative at this point yeah it's almost yeah it's just it's not like i enjoyed a, a couple of glasses but i don't want to get drunk and wake up feeling like i was drunk last night it's not like very pleasant when you can't like buy something rubbish to eat and mm-hmm. walk and walk and get any fresh air. The veg box isn't going to cut it when Daddy's feeling hungover. No. What I'm, is your What is your normal go to hangover cure? Oh, good question. <laughs> I want to say yoga. That's so naff, isn't it? Oh my god, but, you're uh, white. You're whiter than me, bro. No. Can't say that. <laughs> no! Okay. Always, yoga. Yoga like, is a given. I was thinking more of like a naughty food and drink. 
Oh, I eat loads of naughty food and drinks, <laughs> but just like only like like twenty percent of the things I eat are, are trash for my insides. Mm. Absolutely. So that so, um. I'm just trying to think. I just keep going to Whole Foods because it's quite, it's still quite novel here, and I keep eating those like whole pots of that, those little pots of Parmesan chunks. They're kind of cracky. <laughs> You're just <laughs> eating raw Parmesan chunks? But, yeah, they're just like little chunks. They also do the crisp ones, but they're like mm-hmm. quite expensive. What what Whole Foods are you going to? There's one in Soho, so it's yeah, that's, from my studio. Yeah, I, I love that one. Oh my god, it's so small and compact. I, I went into that the day before we officially locked down, and it was fucking stressful. Everyone was bugging. <laughs> <laughs> it was really stressful. Were they bugging we, from the? Was like, this the is pandemic. the day. This is the day. We we thought everyone was like, we shouldn't really be out, but we're not been told to stay in. And it was the day when it really turned and I was like, I'm not meant to be out. This mm-hmm. is not a good vibe. And I, I got was... on the tube, which was really daft. And people <laughs> just had their hands over their mouths. There were no masks. It was Ooh. feral. <laughs> yeah. Do you think, do you think you guys, do you think our, our British friends are going to be free before we are? I think we'll be let out in chunks. I just don't know what those like in stages. I just don't know what stage I will fall under. I is, assert, it, is, it, I is believe, it by age? Well, they're saying that they're going to let under thirties out to like man the tills. Like well, you're, the you're under you're under the, thirty, aren't you? I mean, I was. <laughs> 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 I have been, yeah. <laughs> man the tills. Man the tills and all of that kind of like make stuff happen mm-hmm. because they're meant to be the most robust. I don't know. I think it's all t- it's all about testing and I don't know how they're going to do that. But we have like Ocado, which is like food delivery, and they've bought 10,000 tests. But you're waiting about 21 days for an Ocado delivery at the moment. So it's <laughs> and you have to sit in a queue for four hours to even get on the list for that. So it's all a bit like. And also, I feel like people people want to flout the rules don't they you know all those people sitting in the park they're just going to go out if they and say that they they've had it do you, do you know what i mean so I think, yeah I think, yeah yeah you know it's really I difficult agree. i would assume it's quite difficult to work out who's a let, let out first and that first night if everyone's let out oh I'm, my god there's no chance in hell i'm going out Yes, you are. You're going. No down. way. Yeah, you are. You can't resist the nightlife, baby. It's a call. It's a siren. I call love for you. the nightlife, but I don't go out <sighs> on New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve is amateur drinking night, where mm-hmm. everyone who has no experience, like people who really do not have any longevity in their drinking, go out and get absolutely. You wasted. are. You're very experienced. I just know when to like drink a cup of water and I know how to get a barman on side and I know how to get into places. Do you know what I mean? Yes, yeah. I I know how to go out. Yeah. Jason, Jason, my co host, and I have been friends for a very long time. And he was, you know, Jason has deep ties to nightlife. And I have been so fucked up with Jason. And I've never, (laughs) I've never seen Jason fucked up ever in my, I don't think, in our entire relationship. And I know I'm doing more drugs than he is, but I've still never seen him fucked up. It's it's like incredible. A, like one of those stone heads on Easter Island. You're That's him. Like, That's him. His, yeah. his big old never stone changed. ass. But, I, but I think yeah. like you, Raven, you, you kind of know, you get a little tingling in the back of your throat where you're like, it's time. It's time for me to leave. Nothing good is going to happen. And then you just kind of, you call an, an Uber and you, and you go home before, yeah, before we, you do something terrible, like fall, fall down the stairs or something. 
everyone that has an epic house party story, but you they're like it's, you have to kiss so many frogs before you get to the prince of a house a great house party. I've mm-hmm. been to so many bad ones, <laughs> and of course the one the great ones I went to are legendary, but they don't happen all the time. And New Year's is very seldom a night where you have a great time. <laughs> It's always re- like you just want to be having dinner with your friends. Once once we are mm-hmm. on lockdown, I just want to go to my mate's house for dinner. Mm-hmm. Just, God, have a, just have a nice little roast and a, and a lovely bottle of wine. Yeah, they don't have to cook. I'll just come. We'll just have a drink. But I think oh, I hope that, that we are kind of returning. Like, I think that's the thing that I'm missing the most, actually spending time with my mates. Same. Yeah, it's it's something that I think as we all have are moving out of our twenties, it's something that I've, I've found that we we just don't really hang out with our mates. We just hang out with our our life partners only, for the most part. Literally, nearly everything in my diary is an event rather than a, a like. Do you know like do you have the word coach? You don't coach. We don't coach anymore. Like, <laughs> co- like coach is like when you just ha- don't. Do, you're not doing anything. You're just hanging out. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I used to coach every day. Yeah, but like birthday drink, like we used to sit and just watch what was on telly that night, like X Factor or whatever. And now we meet up to go to, the, and we have a drink before we go into the theatre, or we mm. go to a birthday drink. So it's someone's hen do, it's someone's bloody baby shower. There's a like it's always an event of some sort. There, there, you have and to I, craft a reason to to <laughs> drink publicly with your friends instead of just like, hey, I'm just going to come over. Yeah, like, what think, are you doing here? I think it's really normal that you're like with them on WhatsApp all day, every day. So you just, you, f- you forget what it's like to hang out with people and just chat. It's Agreed. just not like that really anymore. So, and I think, I hope that's something that will come back, even though it wasn't doing that be- just before lockdown anyway. I think nothing's going to come back. I think people are just going to start wearing masks and hand sanitizing a lot. I think that's the only thing we're going to see different from this, unfortunately. I don't have much faith in the people. I hope there's some compassion. I reckon that there will be a big drive in, in Britain to fund the NHS. You know, there's been a lot of talk about Boris wanting to sell it and privatise it. And I just think no one will stand for that now because of the work that they're doing. The number, the numbers of them that aren't surviving and they're still fighting yeah. every day to keep people healthy. I just think it will inevitably turn into something, a more public legislation. No, you're, prob- you're probably right. I hope I- so. You guys are I, I hate to say this, but you guys might be smarter than us. So as a, as a collective, as a collective people, um, it depends, doesn't it? Because I also think we, we, I, we, you probably feel like this, too. I live in a bubble. So all my friends are saying the same thing. But, we, you know, there's still going to be people just buying as much fast fashion as they can afford as quickly as possible. I don't you know, that's not that wasn't something I was doing, but that's certainly a big industry pushing yeah. thing. So I just wonder how much. It will take for that kind of relationship to change, for people to not want to constantly treat themselves, which is essentially what our society had become. Unfortunately, I think that's <laughs> I, I'm, I don't know if I could ever unsubscribe from constantly treating myself. That's a brand <laughs> pillar for me. No, so. I know. But there's some I've, I crave rarer things now. I don't I don't need an, a nice, great shirt every week. Maybe. Listen, Do you know listen, what I mean? Listen to this guy. He, he has one bestseller and now he doesn't need shirts. Like, what the fuck? Like, I don't... I'm, going, I'm going topless. Yeah. What, what I'm, like, it... I don't need, I'm like the, a barbarian. I don't need a top. No. Have, you bought, have you bought anything during the quar? No, I've become completely obsessed with filling my basket with, with patterned shirts and great trousers and great shoes and then just shutting the tab. Like, okay, we'll come back to that. Like, I haven't 
completed so on any of my does h&m purchases. keep emailing you about it or how does no. it work? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so what raven, are you, are you, you have on some the, stuff in your cart raven are <laughs> you on, are you on the real yeah. real hey we noticed you left something in your cart no i'm not but i i i, I honestly want things that feel special but nearly all of my impulses to buy stuff is to wear it somewhere and mm-hmm. there's no there's like i'm just in my house well my if you're doing have. if you're doing instagram live every day then you need new threads bro well, ironically because i've been renovating and i've hardly had i've been decanting so i stayed at my mum's for a bit i went to my husband's sister's for a bit and i've been decanting and decanting clothes now i have two white t-shirts and six going out tops so i don't (laughs) it's really bizarre so i'm just living in these two t-shirts because i don't want to dress up to like just get back and get on top of the on top of the duvet is what we call daytime at the moment i'm I'm on top of the duvet instead of underneath it and then i'm gonna watch (laughs) fatal attraction (laughs) it does make it does make it it does make a difference though i'm on top of the duvet as we speak um yeah it's it's a new work like it is it's just a a change of pace i do my best work uh laying down and that's not a sexual though because i would never i would never that's disgusting i I don't eat and i I was like this isn't okay chris doesn't even like eating in his house let alone yeah yeah oh no but you don't you don't cook at all well no i mean i obviously we have no choice now but in regular life no and are you finding any like are you enjoying it at all no He's, okay. he's becoming a bit of a whiz with the sourdough loaf, though, isn't he? No, I'm getting really good at doing dishes, though. I'm the cleaning god. Oh, yeah. It That's kinda, quite good, though. I hate it, but it's also satisfying. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a, it's, you're accomplishing something, at least. Cooking is a bit like that, too. Are you, working, like, are you, are you working out, though? I've been doing... Uh, so so we, we live right by Hampstead Heath at the moment, which is a godsend. So it's like... It's basically... Have you been to Hampstead Heath? It's like a... No, I've never been there. Could you explain what that is for a, our listeners? It, for our American a, listeners, can you explain what that basic, is? It's a basically a, a, like a village in the middle of London. So there's... It, it's got like loads of little windy roads in Hampstead Village. And then the Heath is basically like different hills of like nature. It's not... It's not urban mm-hmm. at all. So if you're really it sounds like the Grove for our listeners. Yeah, yeah. So it's so so there's no cars. It's all pedestrianised. You can walk for miles. There's this place that my husband and I call Dickfields, which is where the gays tend to congregate and like. (laughs) Is that where where they have public sex? I love public sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I can't find it. I'm I'm like I keep walking around. I saw Sam Smith walking in the park (laughs) today, and I was like. He's looking for Dick Fields. We're all looking for Dick. So is, is, is it called? It out of is it called Dick eye. Fields because of no. penises? No. Okay. okay. <laughs> Only my husband and I call it Dick. Fields. Okay. Dick Fields also like, sounds like a department store in London. Yeah. It sounds like a. It's like if I was a Bond girl, that would I would be Dick Fields. <laughs> <laughs> do you? Like, do you not know? I figured. I figured you knew Sam Smith from just around. No, he follows me on Instagram, but I, he's never once—I've never seen a scene underneath my DMs. So I'm assuming someone from his team followed me. <laughs> damn, damn! Uh, I just thought all British people knew each other. You know what I mean? Raven, uh, who's your who's your most famous Instagram follower? I mean, Sam Smith's fairly well known, right? He did a Bond song. He's, he's, he's very well-known. My favorite by far is Jerry Saltz. I mean, I just feel like that is Ooh. like such. Qu- such I find Salts—I find Salts kind of obnoxious, to be honest with you. 
Well, there's something about him which is his humor. It might take feels one like to know from him, a different Chris. time, but I quite like that. I do too. I like. The, I feel like he's he's still carrying a, a bygone flag. I um, like him getting roasted for bringing those 18 coffees home and putting them in the freezer because that is truly insane behavior. It's madness. It's absolutely insane to of do that. All of, the, of all of the questions, that's not the answer. <laughs> no, like, whatever your not. dilemma is, buying 18 coffees uh, is not the answer. <laughs> I don't know. Raven, Raven keeps a stable of famous friends and followers, so it's tough for him to make that kind of call, Jason, putting him on the spot like that. I agree. Yeah, I was I listening. They're all. I all my. I just. I. I like. I love them all the same. There's nothing wow. you say because most yeah. parents have a favorite child, and you're just never yeah. meant to say. I love, my favorite Raven is when he's being faux humble. That's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite I just want to style. Love. I just want everyone to feel safe. So. Shut up. <laughs> That's really really sweet of you. Um, when you. we were when my I was civic duty. We the uh, the live the the British GQ live stream that you were on right before this, yeah. There was a question that said your um your desert island dip. That's like yes. So that's like what is the the one dip that you would bring? And I totally thought it said desert island dick. Which... Yeah, you know what? I tried to start a podcast called Desert Island Dick, <laughs> and it was like get people to come on. That's a great and idea. Say the five people they want to have sex with. No, because it's literally just like sad <laughs> lusting. There's no, there's nothing more apart from saying I really want to fuck this person and this person and this person. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that could, that could you learn a lot about someone from that. I'm yes. not sure. Yeah, kind of, I mean, that. if you if you're a good person, you know, if you're if you're good at having a wide range of those five dicks then it, it yeah. can it can tell a lot about somebody just like your five favorite foods or movies or or albums you know you can really paint it's a good not picture the same it's not like i think you'd have i think i would have trouble getting people to agree to come on and say that they fancied yeah a lot of people would have a problem people. talking you know open especially a famous person being like i really want to have sex with this stranger yeah. yeah you can't do that jason it's could go on sell. and say say do a leap of five times but i no, don't that's think more of, that's oh more of God. you chris uh, that's i don't love, i don't no it's not that's not me. i recall I like the, two days ago you posted a photo of dua lipa <laughs> on your twitter who is who With is the guitar yeah dua lipa completely <laughs> naked wearing nothing but a ugly guitar and then chris's <laughs> caption is i am i am the guitar that is, that's a funny tweet that doesn't mean it's based in reality it is a funny I, tweet it's always based in reality raven i'm an actor i'm playing a character and if you okay. guys don't, if you guys don't understand my art then i don't know what to do i mean how am i supposed to translate that for you i thought you guys were smart and your character that you're playing is dua lipa reply guy yeah, exactly. And I'm doing. I'm, I'm an Oscar winner. And there's there is Oscar buzz. There's Oscar buzz for sure. I don't. I don't love her. I actually think the music. Everybody likes the music, but I don't think the music's that good. The f- that first album's banging. The new one. The new great. one's just okay. The new one's just okay. I just think it's it's really hard to launch an album of like dark dance tracks and no one's yeah. allowed to go out and dance to them mm-hmm. i have i think i've had a hard time we all of us here at the how long gone podcast have had a tough time with her dating anwar <laughs> well yeah i feel like she just i don't know she's, just, it, I, I, she's still kind of mysterious to me i don't i haven't really read up on her do people just, do people kind of not care about her over there anymore like it, she's really like she just keeps growing more and more here in America. Yeah, she's getting but I feel very, like very she famous. Was, in Britain, she was, was it a little old news? 
no, in the ba- in, in in the wave of that first album, she was at, she was absolutely huge. Mm-hmm. But normally, you go out and hear someone's song. Like one kiss, I heard all the time when I was out. Love that song. Yeah, so it's it's almost like it can't really bleed, and you have to, I have to go and put on my phone and put do a leaper on in order to hear it at the moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whereas, but not I won't hear it in a club and be like, oh, that's do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, there yeah. was this there was this thing like in. Um, like the late nineties, early noughties, at the end of every summer, there was a number one that was like just people coming back from Ibiza and remembering a song they'd heard and just playing it, and then make and then it would go to number one. So the end of every September, there would be like Ibiza tunes in the uh, number one. It's just normal to like want to mm-hmm. hear a song out and then like experience it. That's not just listening to it. Yeah, you I guys do think have that song of the summer type of spirit over there. Where the whole country just decides this is our this is our banger, we don't really have that. Yeah, yet. yeah, but I think when you're, it's it's when you're like me, I don't listen. I listen to Radio Four, so I can tell you about the Archers. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's not. I don't. I don't. Listen. But you still go out to the clubs. So, but you're still yeah. at the club. Yeah, and I love bangers, but it's, I'm not up to date with like the latest bangers. Mm-hmm. But you go, but yeah, I mean, you don't have a DJ friend who keeps you informed. I'm surprised. I, I would say that once there's like a what that I will know the song of the summer because once everyone else already knows about it, I don't think I can call them out early. Yeah, understood. I mean, that's a tough thing to do. I think, I think you're right though. I think environment makes a big difference. If we're going to have people are saying that there's a new Playboy Cardi song and it's really bad, and people are telling me it's because you're not hearing it in the club. And yeah. I, I don't know if that's a good excuse, but I think that is true with something like Dua Lipa that's truly only made for the club. It's context. It, it's I, her songs are made for like boutique fitness. When the, when, no. <laughs> 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 her songs are made for like when the sun's just peeking up over the horizon, and you're like, oh, what? What we? That was an amazing night. Like that's how I feel about One Kiss. It's like. I it's love that. I love like, that coming of age movie description, Raven. I love thank that. you. <laughs> I love that. Uh, do you know Charlotte Church? Was she big in America? No, I know who it is, but she was not big in America. She was like the voice. So she was like a choir girl that did incredibly well, and then she went turned into a teenager, and she did a, she did one sing, song called Crazy Chick, and there were loads <laughs> of really iconic pictures of her in the papers of her. With glaringly wide eyes at like 10 a.m. in Ibiza, like the weekend she turned 18. <laughs> and like, that's what that dual leap of feeling is. It's not like the cusp <laughs> of your night, it's like the cusp of adulthood. You're like, this is, I'm, 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 I don't have any responsibilities and I'm, and I'm having a good time. God, that's what I like, like about her. Remember those days? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know all the ketamine cook. is gone and it's time to, time to rock home. I know. Do you think, do you think people, do you think people are partying in quarantine, Raven? Do you know, do you think people like that, you know, are still getting drugs and using them? Oh, I don't know. I, I'm assuming that there's a few like speakeasies. I, I would, I kind of so. think so. I kind of think so too. TJ, what do you think? I, th- I saw that there was one in San Francisco where the police like raided an underground party that Club. was going on. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like there's some one in every city. If you, it's like a you know, if you know, you I know think it's going to start happening more and more. I think people will start kind of considering it like a punk rock rebellion thing to to do it. Yeah, I have that this feeling of like I don't want to go out, but I think once I'm out, there will be no rules. Do you think oh, people not, will, will? I start won't want to go home. 
do you think they'll start having like positive nights, like like COVID yeah. positive nights? Yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> That's so good. Definitely. <laughs> That's Frank Frank Ocean's new underground party is called COVID Plus. <laughs> I mean, what was what oh was God, his it. what was his club night called? Prep. Prep. Yeah, yeah, it was called Prep. That's oh, right. mate. Prep Frank. nineteen. That I Frank. think that is one of the most tone deaf. Also, everybody I know that went to it said it was just full of fucking straight skateboarders. It's not. They were like, it's not even some. It's not like some heyday gay party. It was like not it was that full day. of Supreme T-shirts that had come to life. That's exactly. <laughs> that's, that's it. They grew oh, arms feel, and legs. I feel bad because not bad for him, but there's something about these like these like gay men in the media who are meant to be progressive and they just it's really like they everyone's like oh, that's fucking stupid it's silly well i mean i do think the, they're all under immense pressure to be like the voice of a generation you know what i mean yeah to, their, to, to, their to, to stand for it yeah 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 to stand for but when you were for him, it was like I at least the guy's trying something you know like he shouldn't have been so criticized i think for doing i that. think we've also hit this this bit where there you can't do anything good anymore no you whatever can't. you do everyone's like but also you're rich but fuck yeah. off do you know what i mean that thing bothers whatever me so much do, it's like you, somebody you gives 10 million dollars to charity you're like well that's nothing to them because they're worried. i'm like guys it's still 10 million dollars like yeah, let's not like, no one has to give 10 million like why can't I if someone gives you a Christmas present, you would say, "But you could have afforded three of these." <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Right. <laughs> exactly. Just so, like, well, on that on that I, on that yeah. subject, Raven, do you are yes. you a person who reads the comments, or do you avoid reading your comments and, and replies? Oh, uh, you and stuff know like what, that? my my. Oh, my comments. Um, like if you appear re- on something, you know, on a YouTube or whatever. I've been reading stream. my Amazon reviews, if that's what we're really oh. getting at. And I, I that's unhinged, Raven. That's like yeah, low common denominator. I didn't know that you weren't <laughs> meant to do that. <laughs> <laughs> my editor was like, shut the tab. Shut the tab now. Stop reading them. <laughs> um, they're not even bad, but I was like. Oh well, that this. Oh, who is she? What else has she reviewed? Uh, but most of them were positive. I read the comments under my pictures and just try. I just it's good to like do a sense test of like whether or not you're being a complete prick online. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I definitely am being a total prick online, but I'd I like I've, to yeah. check. You know, I like to check and make sure. I but I've stopped. Like I hope that I've stopped. Like the internet is full of so much hate. I'm literally do not. Ha- I'm trying not to put any hate out there. I think it's fine to be like probing and questioning and hold things up that are absurd in the way that we operate. But I try not to be like this person looks shit. Because <laughs> it's so like there's enough of that. It is taking the easy way out. I just think it, we. I don't know. We. Uh, what's changed for me recently in, in getting better known is that people genuinely have an opinion of how I should behave, and I've yeah. never really. Ex- I never expected that. I find it completely overwhelming. You should. Do, you should have done this. You should have done that. You should have tweeted about this person. You should have said something about this. Like telling like, you, whoa, telling, whoa. telling you, telling you how to do your job. Just telling me. No, I love when people send me posts being like, I'd love to see your caption on this. And I'm like, yeah, thanks. Move on. <laughs> but like, there's a, there's a level of which there's an expectation of how I should behave. And I've like, you, when you're anonymous, that's not... I was thinking about this on House Party and on Zoom. When you go to a party, there's, there's actually 
great big expanses of time when nobody is looking at you and you are just like having a good time and no, and actually on zoom someone's always watching you or you're looking at yourself so i think that's what you miss from mm. socializing you'd never lose yourself in, in in the moment because you're constantly trying to do your like best show your best side to the camera it's, it's impossible so to be a wallflower in a zoom in a zoom chat it, it's impossible to like sit back really yeah. Whereas on a night out, you can just have a little time out, yeah. or lose yourself in just dancing with your eyes closed and open your eyes and be like, "Oh mm-hmm. gosh." Mm-hmm. What? So I just, I, yeah. Are you going on Zoom a lot? I've been on a few like group Zoom calls. It's not. I haven't done that many work ones. It's normally my mates using their work accounts, which I quite like. Yeah, I feel like I've seen a few of your like you've done some Zoom, like some public Zooms, chatting with other people. Yeah, I quite like it. It's just, it's. I think what's re- the weirdest thing is just getting your energy up to being walking out onto a stage, essentially, because mm-hmm. you're just sitting in your house all day. Like, normally I would leave the house, I would listen to Red Hot Chili Peppers' Can't Stop. Like, that is the perfect song to listen to <laughs> just before you walk in. Anywhere. What the fuck? <laughs> I know, but you walk in like, I'm ready. Let's do no, it. Let's I'm not ready. So, so I'm like a boxer walking out to the ring, that is your pump-up music. Yeah, but only – I feel bad saying it out loud. But, yeah, that's what's in my ears before I walk in somewhere. You should feel and bad that, saying it out loud. Yeah, but when you're sitting at a desk all day and then you're like, oh, I'm on, it's very – like it takes, <laughs> Yeah, you're, like you're, you're, going, you're going from zero to, to on. There's no green room. There's no – producer it's chatting even, you up yeah it's just like there's just no there's no transition you're just like uh, there's no opportunity to change your well, i mean we're separating you're the just men living from in the boys. yeah <laughs> <laughs> the, the new the new content type is not built for everyone there will be casualties but uh, you you, I, you seem to be thriving though i feel like honestly that the way that i operate is me at home trying to write and chatting online as a kind of a, as a diversion. And I, that hasn't really changed for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder what's going to happen. Like, it was so funny. I was listening to a podcast about um, the Imagine video. And yes, they were like, yes, and then this person's in it. And then it. this, <laughs> there was like some episode. And I didn't get past Jamie Dornan, who's number three. I was like, oh, the Kardashians are in it. Like, I had (laughs) no idea what happened after Jamie Dornan, because I was like, I don't need this. This is not something I need in my life. No one needed it, and that's why there's a podcast about it. I I was not able to watch it. I honestly think that this time, six months ago, a year ago, people would have said, that wasn't great, whatever. But this is like, no. Everyone just went, no, we're not having it. People are dying. How dare you do this? <laughs> How dare you try and spread hope? Well, I like don't think I, don't, I just think I just don't think I just don't think people like Gal Gadot very much. I think that she doesn't give us enough to 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 decide if we like her. She's, and I think she's people, beautiful. Yeah, but she's like soulless. She's like a piece of paper. Do you mm. think if Gwyneth did it? <laughs> it would be different and it yes, was the exact I, same people but she was the bookend yes 100 percent. because people yeah. it, even if they don't like her they like like to talk about her in a way that's not like um you're stupid it's just like i don't Ev- get it. who doesn't like gwyneth honestly if you really reach into your heart 
she just has the time. To I'm going to say anybody that's not white actually <laughs> doesn't like her. To, to be honest, <laughs> I don't know. No, I mean, no do I, it. I think basically she's. I mean. I obviously love her. It's well chronicled, but I understand why someone wouldn't. But I think that if you're smart, you understand that she's in on the joke and that's what makes it tolerable. Yeah, she knows that that vagina candle is just like a, a like just it just gets people talking about it and then we all go and buy crystals. I mean, that's Yeah, but she, uh, yeah, she's making she's making money off of all of it. That's what's truly genius. Yeah, she really? Yeah. I'm obs- <laughs> I'm truly obsessed with her. I'll, Have you I'll experienced have you experienced a goop story IRL? No, there's one in Notting Hill, but I basically one year took someone bought me back from the States one of the vitamin like multi packs called Balls in the Air. And it was that the three months I was on Balls in the Air were the best three months of my entire life. I have thought about it ever since. So I'm like, a, I'm like, I'm sold on it. I'm so look. I'm on the. I, I've you know. I went to the conference. Like I'm close. I'm. You went to the conference, and there's the cruise, but I guess that's cancelled. I'm. I, the conference was a couple of years ago, and I wrote about it. But I think in 2021, maybe even 2020, depending on how this thing pans out, I'm going to meet her. Mm-hmm. I, I've got some close personal connections now that I've uh, that have popped up in my life. They're going to allow me to have the meet and greet. I think. Do you think she gets quite grumpy, or do you think she's always just? I think she probably recognizes her insane privilege and tries to keep a smile on her face. Yeah. I also think she doesn't. No, I don't think she doesn't recognize her privilege because her New Year's Eve posts were like, (laughs) you can manifest anything. And I was like, yeah, you can if you have your family. Yeah, sure, babe. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. But I also think she does. I think she's also like, we'll do coke. And that's why people like her too. Like she will have a cigarette. She'll do a bump. Like she's not... She's not as OD as she comes off, I think, in, in the media. I think it's more OD to have one cigarette a week. Mm. Uh, That's her thing, right? I think, I think she, yes, yeah. Yeah, you're, I see you're, your point. You're weak, and she probably has it in her Google calendar when that cigarette happens. Her assistant, her yeah. assistant schedules it for her. <laughs> that ta- that, the, the piece that Taffy wrote, was it for the cut? I was just like, I totally can see that duality of like realizing there's a complete absurd ridiculousness to the whole goop universe and also thinking but if i i could if i could be better i could do this if i just committed i feel like like, it's that tension between like yes it's it's aspirational in so many ways with goop you have to put in the work yeah you have to pay a lot of money to be to be fully gooped well, that's why it's aspirational. It's like, you know, she's 50 years old or whatever, 45, and she looks amazing. And it's probably, I would say, mostly natural. You know, she's probably had a, a you know, here and there. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, reasonable for Hollywood standards. Uh, but it's also just the fact, I think it's also because people grew up with her. You know what I mean? Like, they, yeah. like she's not like a, a name. She's not like a quack you've never heard of. You, like, feel like you know her because you've seen her in so many movies and she's famous. So you trust her a little bit when she's telling you to buy this $100 powder and put it in your water and it's going to make you hot. It annoys <laughs> me that she got the Oscar for Shakespeare in Love because I don't, I don't think she's, she's not great in that. It's not great. What is <laughs> what, I don't, I don't honestly, I don't even, I don't, I don't think I've seen her in that much stuff when I really try to think about it. She's phenomenal in Talented Mr. Ripley. Well, yeah, Phenom- of course. But like, but like. Yeah, she was in a lot of 90s movies that we forget about. 
And she yeah, that was, one, what's the all green one with Ethan? Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> when she was Princess Fiona. <laughs> Great expectations. She's really good in that. There's something else that she's phenomenal in. By um, I can't remember what it is. Oh, Jason, I don't know if you know this about about our guest, but he's a cinephile, like a, a professor. Is that right? I'm sorry. Am I? I I teach on a film on on a, on a film course. Yeah, at at St Martin's. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. What a flex. Well, yeah. But I think <laughs> what's interesting. What for me? What's really interesting is that like um, the younger people have. They don't have to say they like they haven't necessarily seen great expectations with. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow. So it's actually just giving them, it, like, just giving them a- access to a wider range of possible influences, basically. That's what I like about it. And there's, they nearly, I start to think better when I'm teaching because they have really good ideas and it makes me more creative. So it's kind of win-win. Are those kids, are the students actually interested in that stuff or are they only concerned with, like, current, 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 current? I think that they... I think what my role is to do, because it's a fashion course, a lot of people want to create content that is like the garment is the story. And I'm like, actually, that's never the case. Yeah. Well, yeah, for that, you, we, no one's going to watch, like, someone like Nick Knight can make a story, make a film just about a dress looking beautiful. And it's like an industry standard and it's fantastic to watch. But with the way that we're using our phones and scrolling through stuff, you have to be arresting in, in, in new ways, and that's normally a better story. So I'm just trying to get them to do proper good stories. What, I, disco- than- what I discovered about specific, fashion specifically, because I didn't grow up like a movie person because I was so into music, is that I would say movies are arguably the most influential thing on, on fashion and mm. in, in most ways as far as like inspiration goes. And I, I just never – I didn't realize that until I was, you know – a young adult. I just didn't get it. <clears throat> I would say any good feature film creates an entire universe. Like, yeah. So you, all the stuff you're not seeing is still part of this universe. Yeah, totally. I just, I just find that I found that so interesting. Cause to me it was like music was everything. That's the whole point. That's what matters. Well, I, was like, oh, I, I think it's, I think the movies are, are part of like the, the hierarchy or the food chain of the fashion. Like, if when we are, you know, we're adults and we know about fashion and trends and things like that. So now when a movie adopts a certain trend or a TV show, that's like a year and a half old to us. But then, you know, a teenager in Wyoming is going to be blown away when they see Clueless or Euphoria or something. But all, mm. the, all, the, all the people in L.A. or New York or London are like, oh, that, you know, we were dressing like that two years ago. Of course. Yeah, but I, I also think that culture isn't like split up into it's not really split up into the columns of different stuff, right? Like mm-hmm. the what we're eating now and what we're watching and what we're wearing, it's, it's all part that it's very hard to distill them from each other. They're all intertwined. Well, I also think it moves incredibly fast, you know, and that's that's why I think it's yeah. um it's kind diff- of exhausting how fast it's, it's moving. Oh, it's uh, it's exa- I love it. I mean, I literally get high on it, but uh I don't think that I, I wonder how long the pace can continue. I mean, this might be a reckoning of sorts, you know, that this might slow it down some. It'll definitely shake the trees and get I rid of the I feel like it's already slowed need. it down a lot. 
<clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it has. It has. But I think people are, but what I'm saying is I think it's slowed it down, but people are still scrambling to keep up that pace and figure it out. And there might not be a way to do that is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I mean, like it's, what you were talking about earlier, Raven, like when, when you see a new clothing company is like, here's our new collection. And, and some people are like, how dare you re- think of clothing right now? Yeah. I think we're just going to reach a lot of like, but, but there's people dying. Whatever you yeah. try and do that is is in any way mm-hmm. different from that conversation. I just, don't, I just don't want to talk about people dying. You know what I mean? That's just not. <laughs> yeah, I, I, no. I, I think it's an, it's obviously a, a very real and unfortunate reality, but I don't know what I can offer to that conversation. I'm not a doctor. We're going to have to you know move. I mean? We're going to have to move past that if we want to progress. Yeah, I just I don't need to hear non-experts tell me anything, or even I don't no, need to. I don't need to. I don't need to hear you. You know, give me your theory because I don't care. It's not relevant. Like there's facts and there's opinions, and when it's a, a global crisis, I only want facts. Have you got five G there? People have gone nuts about five G here. I well, yeah, got- it's it's yeah, it's giving. It's the reason coronavirus exists. It's pumping through yeah, my sure. veins right now. It's yeah. created coronavirus. I mean, J- Jason and I took two bumps of five G before we called. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, the five G is fucking me up. I haven't shit in weeks. Oh my god! <laughs> Jason, Jason loves Jason loves conspiracy theories. So he's he's I all love them too. But I'm also like, just st- I don't care what you do. Stay in. Like I read what you want, but just stay in. Wash your hands. Stay in. I want, yeah. Like my worry is about spreading it, not about. Mm. I feel like I've had it, but I don't want to be that person who's accidentally left it on a tube seat for someone else. <laughs> so, well, so no. it's like such a bad vibe. When when do you think you had it? How long ago? Oh, a few. Uh, well, time is a flat circle now. <laughs> I was like the other day. I was like, how long have I been here? Like I'm not keeping track of how long we've been in the house. Um, it's probably better that way. My husband was sick just before lockdown. Um, after a big night out, so we were a bit like, "Well, you've been partying, you're run down." And then I got sick like three days later. Just three days of fever. I I couldn't really sleep, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. And there's no. I could have just been seasonal flu, you know. Sure. There's no way of knowing. Nearly everyone I know had a headache because it's fucking stressful. They're <laughs> <laughs> all stressed out. Nearly like everyone, I had, everyone I knew had a headache. It's crazy. Everyone and I LA. shouldn't have said on my Instagram, oh, I think I had it and I had a fever because then people were like, have I, I can't taste anything. Have I got it? And I was like, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I had a fever. I'm, and, you know, now I feel fine. Do you, do you guys put the temperature in your ass or in your mouth, the, the thermometer? Uh, Jason, what do you mean by what do you mean by <laughs> you guys? Jason? You mean by you I mean guys? people, mu- people in Europe. Because I was just oh, watching, okay. I was just watching the Louis C.K. stand-up that somebody sent me, and he he has a bit about dating a woman in France, and he was he said he learned that that French people put the the up their ass. No, you get like a strip. When we always had a strip that looks like I don't know. And then you put it on your forehead and it like, oh. it like gets, oh, when it gets whoa. like a mood ring for your head. Well, that's no fun. And it sh- and the colors go up to the temperature. That's what we had. Oh, wow. So not in your mouth or your bum. Shit. Wow. You that's guys crazy. are advanced. Truly. What can I say? Future now. Raven, <laughs> have you, have you had any friends or acquaintances or people that you know who have, you've sort of had to 
separate yourself from because they're turning a little too cuckoo crazy because of all this? No, but the, the just the level of chat on WhatsApp was really stressing me out. Um, mm-hmm. Just like, oh no, Boris is dead, and I was like, what the? F- why? Why are we sharing? Like forwarded, <laughs> Boris is dead. Boris is in intensive care again. <laughs> He's not going to survive. And I was just like, this is, this is not help. This is making me feel quite yeah, stressed. Like, Boris so, isn't my uncle. Like we don't need these daily updates. But it's also like uh, the New York Times has got this. I don't need to be <laughs> yeah, worrying that's about that's exactly like the saying. food's running out. This is how it, like the kind of low level hysteria mm-hmm. and the friend of a friend who knows something. So I just deleted WhatsApp for like three days. I, for, I forgot <laughs> I about that. Free. <coughs> Nothing good comes friends. from WhatsApp. No, we, no, don't, use what, text, we don't use WhatsApp here. And I got a text from my mum saying, have, have you been getting my messages? And I was like, oh yeah, I deleted WhatsApp. So but yeah i just find it very i don't want to be part of like uh people spreading rumors that they really believe mm-hmm. like i'm fine if we're joking about it but not if people are like i've heard on the grapevine that this this and this has happened you know we have a tv show called holby city which is like it's like er but like not but like sexy no the opposite like really homely well, that's that's kind of British. That's kind of British versus America in general. Yeah. So they had ventilators as props, and they've just given them to the NHS. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? <laughs> just seeing like a BBC studio, they had like three ventilators, and they were like, "Oh, these we, are real." Well, we've got three. Do you guys want them? And they're like, oh, "Are you serious?" It's crazy. It's so funny. I really like that. And you know, like Anne Summers, so like fetish wear is now donating like protective yeah. wear to the NHS. I've, seen, I've I mean, seen that. I've seen that. That's really the idea funny. of like Anne Summers and Holby City saving the UK is just so fantastic. I'm glad it's you guys ridiculous. are. You guys are just as fucked as we are. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, we're fucked. I think. I, I think you know the, the aim is to stop the NHS getting completely overwhelmed. And I think that's why we're all, we're all in, right? Yeah. I mean, essentially, we're probably all going to get it in some form. I can't wait to get it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, uh, but even in those early days, I was like, if I just had it, then I wouldn't be constantly terrified of getting it. That's what I'm saying. I think it's like, it's, it's, mental, yeah. it's mental relief. Uh, yeah, but you know, in people are getting it a second time so i don't know when this is gonna you know what let's just let's just you know we can wrap this up right now we're all yes and that's it i mean that's it we're all fucked we're all gonna get it um but you know what we're not all gonna be is best-selling authors jason and i think that's before before we all die make sure we go and purchase raven's new book if you, but yes. you can't buy it in America because I've tried to buy it because my promo copy you promised me never showed up. So did it not? Yeah, well, no. you know my the, the whole of Harper Collins shut down, so there's no post room. Well, that's <laughs> and also I mean, the I'm post like, the, the post in America is also in the middle of shutting down. So I'm, that could be Chris, I'm going to send you one. Just send me your address because I've got one here. It's got a few scribbles in it. But you well, I would I would like it personalized, please. Uh, obviously. I've already signed it. I've got a few signed ones. Yeah. I know. I don't want, no, do not send me a prefab copy. I want two, <laughs> two Chris, the most brilliant American man I've ever met. You, you're also true. really good looking. Uh, thank you for reading this book. Okay. If you could three just, things. Yeah. If you could just do that. Uh, but yeah, but yeah it's, is it going to see a release in America though? Seriously? Oh, uh, hopefully it's all, but there's a whole system. So it's, it's based on demand. 
So yeah. we just we just wait and see. And how many units you sell, which is very much in question at this time of. But you, but you're it's available. You could buy it for the Kindle. And, and is there an audiobook version? Oh yeah, I read the audiobook. That's around. Oh. Okay, so there's there's options for I'll Americans, get the especially today. the especially the dumb lazy ones who can't actually read. Uh, audiobooks are, the, are, are just such a remedy. I I've been burning through them. I actually, when I'm on my phone, I feel like I want to be elsewhere. But when I'm listening to an audiobook, I'm just in the book. I find it. I, I prefer it. I think I've just I've been. I just listened to A.A. Gill, his memoir, and how is that? Stuff. I've wanted to check that out myself. Oh, that's really good. Okay. All right. I'll, really I'll good. add it to the fucking pile, mate. You know Raven, what, I mean? what is yeah, but, what is your book about? What can you tell us about it <laughs> so, a little bit so our listeners can can look look it up? Raven Smith's Trivial Pursuits. Um, it's the idea that everything in your life, all of the small stuff, is actually significant. So the idea that all the trivial things that you're chasing to kind of paint this portrait of who you are, mm-hmm. uh, I try and hold. I just I try and chew them over rather than conclude why they're good or bad. So it's like about twenty essays on the stuff. I wrote about being tall and mm. wow, that's that's very helpful <laughs> for this podcast because there's just three tall hotties chatting right now. So <laughs> I could so I could write a tall. whole book about yeah. being tall. Yeah, J- Jason's whole life is about being tall. So you should. Think- you know that statistically, tall people are uh, more confident because of a, an entire life of bias where people are nicer to us. Yes, I love that. And and taller fucked. people are they make more money. We make more money, people. and yeah. and we die sooner. You by um, oh, I didn't know that. On yeah, That's I fine. think on average, taller people don't live as long, but you live a better life. Yeah, if I've had my ass kissed for sixty-five years, then I'm done. It's fine. Yeah, you don't need to. Get <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't need five extra. Um, so I wrote about being tall. Uh, I wrote about dick pics. I wrote about emails. I wrote about all the stuff, but it's kind of like a a sort of jaunt through my psyche as I wrote the book as well. Amazing. I love Raven and I were friends during the process and it was fun to hear you suffer through making this it's, book. You know, I find it absolutely devastating. Truly, so truly, hard. truly. How's it going? Terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just every time you hit any kind of milestone, there's just another one behind it. So it was really, I found it really tough to stay in it all the time it, it's it, it's a bit like a uh, corona it just can takes over <laughs> well i can't wait to check it out good it's and, available uh, at all good bookshops including amazon so fun to read nightmare to write that's it's every like, book i think yeah i think so yeah but it's definitely uh, a good read um Raven, where can they find you on your popular Instagram account and your hilarious Twitter feed? <laughs> it's Raven underscore underscore Smith. Great. Um, on both well, on both of those. And both I wanted of- to personally thank you on here because my my girl, you're the first guest where my girlfriend became excited about instead of like, <laughs> who's who's this girl <laughs> from Twitter? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, that's good news. Mm-hmm. You've got you've got fans everywhere, you know. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, uh, the book is very much an extension of me waxing lyrical on all the all the stuff in life. So it's it's not dissimilar to the feeds. Mm-hmm. All Good. your ravenisms. Uh, all your ravenisms. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, thanks for joining us. Thank you for giving us a current report from across the pond. It's very important for our listeners to understand what's going on globally with this pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, who needs a New York Times? You know what I mean? Uh, so true. And, uh, <laughs> Uh, we will talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you. Speak to you later. Later, mate. Thanks for Bye. Having.